you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. What an honor it is. Happy Friday. So Kevin's still with us. Kevin's still there in Pennsylvania. How's it going, Kevin? Going good. Going good. Having a time of my life. Just visiting visiting like I've never visited before. So, so many family and friends. It's It's been a blessing. Yeah. God, you know, sometimes when I go back home, God does the work in my life. Sometimes I'm sad. You know, and say, man, if I had just stayed here and not jumped all over the place. I know you have some of those thoughts sometimes. And, and uh, But then God says, yeah. well, look where I let you go. Look at the things I've let you do. And, uh, yeah, I love going home once in a while. And, and it doesn't take long. You know, my new home, I, God's allowed me to, to grow new roots here in, in South Carolina. I think where I'll spend, God willing, the rest of my life. But here we are in the book of John. We're continuing the life of Christ. I'm stoked about this. I continue to learn more and more. Uh, we're hopping through the book of John this week. We'll recalibrate, look where we're going next week. But we're still in chapter one, talking so much about the life of Christ. And we're on verse number 13, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to bounce through verse number 17 today. And it said, which were born, not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And so we're continuing on from verse 12. As many as seen him receive power. So we're not born of this world. When we get saved, it has nothing to do with this world. And so a reminder here has nothing to do the works there at a local church. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. It's about our relationship and the belief in God's word and following it. And it tells us here in verse 14, and the word was made flesh and, uh, and dwelt among us. Thank God, talking about Christ. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, this was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all received the grace of for grace and grace for grace for the Lord was given by Moses, but grace and the truth came by Christ Jesus. Can I tell you something, folks? There's something great about grace. It only comes from God. Where do you get your grace? You get it from Christ. It highlights there's a spiritual birth. It's by grace through faith. It's a new birth. It's not based on our physical lineage. Thank God for that. It doesn't matter where we came from, what our, uh, you know, what our fathers did, what our mothers did, what our grandfathers did. It's from God. It's about God. It's so much higher than that. I have no pedigree. And then in verse 14, where it's talking about the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And it's declaring, you know, there was an incarnation, folks, except that Christ was here. It emphasizes eyewitness after eyewitness, history after history. I love that verse 15 where John bear witness of him. John the Baptist, he's crying out there and saying, this is he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. Uh, for before me. John the Baptist, again, is highlighting, witnessing to Jesus, humility. We were talking about how, how important it is, uh, holiness, humility, and the fullness. We all have received grace to grace. Isn't that wonderful? Believers have received fullness from Jesus Christ. It's his grace is wonderful. For the Lord was given by Moses the law. I want you to know this. I'm so thankful I'm not under the law. 
that I'm under the grace of of God, His grace. It takes my sin as far as the east is from the west. This, this, all these verses, this divine work, this spiritual work, and and folks sitting there looking at a back row seat again to John the Baptist and being the way we should be, pointing people to Christ. This has never been about me. My ministry has never been about Doug Carriger. If it is, send me home. My ministry has never been about something I accomplished, though I like the accolades and once in a while they're good to hear. It's not about me. It's about Christ and what he's done, his finished work. So, so Kevin, as we look at the life of Christ, as we continue on, uh, we look at things like the incarnation. I don't know about you, but my favorite verse in there is talking about grace. I, I, brother, I can't follow the Lord. Yeah, you know, I was just talking to someone today, and uh, we were talking about <clears throat> grace versus law, and you know, there's nothing wrong with the law. And and Pastor Miller said it in in one of you guys's broadcasts, where the law brings you to the outside of the sphere, and the sphere is Christ. The law brings us to it, but then grace puts us in it. Amen. You know, <laughs> and we're in Christ. Yeah. So that was good stuff uh, that you guys covered, but. Yeah, but I was talking to this person today, and they're going through a period in their life because of trauma. They're going through a period of apathy, and the apathy, in, in other words, I, I'm I just don't feel like doing anything. I'm not motivated. I, there's there's a bunch of clutter of trauma. There's just I, there's damage control needs done. There's rebuilding needs to be done. I don't even know where to start. I'm just apathetic. I'm not even sure I want to do it. And that you know you try to kind of parse through that as you're as you're talking and uh, coaching but um it it came down partly to the fact that you know as long as you feel a list in front of you this needs to be done this needs to be done this needs to be done that you know the the letter killeth or a list a list can kill you now now don't get me wrong a list as far as knowing the what needs to be done that's helpful. It's a framework of guidance, but just like the law of God is, uh, you know, it, it can, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. The letter will bring you to the knowledge of sin, what needs to be done. It'll show you the righteousness of God. It'll show you the wrongness of sin, but it will not get you there. It's like the guardrail along the road as you drive up pike's peak brother where you were a couple weeks ago you know the guardrail i don't even know if there is a guardrail going to pike's peak but the guardrail will it will it doesn't make you a good driver but it shows you the edge of the road and and ideally you're not going to hit it you're glad it's there and and i we talked to this person today and um, that we had to say, look, it's good that you're aware of where you're at. It's good that you're aware of where you need to go. But what you need to get over apathy is you need the, the sphizerinctum. You need to have the energy. And that's where grace comes in. So this, the letter killeth, if you're looking to that all the time, if you wake up in the morning and say, oh, my, all that needs to be done. That will rob your joy, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. So instead of getting up saying, oh, my, all that needs to be done today, it should be, Lord, thank you for a fresh set of mercy. Thank you for 
your word. I'm going to get into your word. I'm going to commit my day to you. And then I'm going to look at the list with energy to accomplish it. And, and we hope that with this individual, they'll be able to, you know, get over the apathy and, and it's because of trauma, you know, it's just a bunch of junk, but man, praise God, brother Doug, we have grace that actually energizes us to accomplish what, you know, what needs to be done. Yeah, it's not, you know, I like the way you're describing this. It's not a cop-out for us. Man, I can go do whatever I want. I have God's grace. You know, no, the true light doesn't live that way. Uh, I remember a young man telling me one time, well, I can have all the affairs I want. I can do whatever I want. A young lady pretty much told me the same thing. And I said, wait a minute, you folks aren't following the true light. I, I doubt that the Holy Spirit of God is doing a work within you. Uh, because grace is so much more for sin shall not have dominion over you is what the Bible says. So I don't want to hear that. I can do whatever I want. That's sin having dominion over you. And Romans six says, no, that's not the case for you. Not under the law, but under grace. So again, you know, over and over again, the Bible emphasize that, you know, believers in Christ, sin doesn't have dominion over us, Kevin. And the problem is over and over again in this world, the world preaches a message that's different from God. It may not be open in a Bible, but it's certainly there. Uh, we, we turn on the TV, we, we do the different things we do, and, and there's a message. It may be subliminal, it may be right out there in our face, but there's a message that, hey, we can do whatever we want because we're good people, and if we're not hurting somebody, let us do whatever we want. But then God's saying, no, wait a minute. You know, if you're doing something that's sin, I don't think you're under grace. You know, God's word's pretty clear. You shall not have dominion over you. Uh, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So people are under the law. And so I want to describe it this way, folks, because this really helped me. And this is where I want to go with that. If we're under the law, we can say, well, it's not against the law to uh, have multi-relationships before we're married. Well, it's not against the law uh, to not pay our bills. You know, there is this thing called, uh, you know, debt consolidation, or maybe we get to bankruptcy, or maybe we do this, but no one's going to jail for this. And God's saying, wait a minute, guys. It's not about the law anymore. It's bigger than that. So grace, it cuts both ways, Kevin. I hate to say Kevin, knowing that we're coming up on the break here, but it cuts both ways. You know, not only does the grace of God save us through faith, it's bigger than that. The grace of God takes this sin that's had dominion in our lives, these things portrayed in this world, and the grace of God says, yeah, don't worry about that. It doesn't have dominion over you. You get to live a holy and righteous life. You get to live right because of Christ, because of his life. We'll be right back. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So this is a pretty great thing. So we as human beings sometimes think we're missing something. If we don't do all these things in our life, sow our wild oats, do these crazy things, you know, uh, go out partying, do all these things. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, I've been on both sides of that equation. 
And I'm here to tell you, you haven't lived until the grace of God has changed your life. You haven't lived until sin no longer has dominion over you. You haven't lived until you embrace the Holy Spirit of God in your life. And you get to, you know, it isn't about what we can do. It's about what Christ can do through us. I held a young man in my arms the other day at John Gorman's church there in Colorado Springs as he prayed to receive Christ. Two times deployed to Afghanistan, a, a sheriff, an army reservist. And I looked over at him and I said, you know, grace is so much bigger than me. It's not the law. I mean, Kevin, don't we get that upside down as a world? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the world goes one way or the other. And uh, honestly, it's when I get when I get in a dark place, when I go through trauma, I can get I get out of balance. I can go for law or for grace. And in fact, some of my worst trauma in my life, I feel I caused to some degree by getting cattywampus on that, on the law and the grace, you know, and, and, uh, someone once said the only time we're right smack in the middle of our lane where we need to be driving down the road is when we're crossing, you know, kind of crossing that's the perfect spot. You know, we go from one side to the other and, um, of our lane, you know, we're kind of weave a little bit, but, you know, Jesus Christ, he was full of grace and truth. It says grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Verse 14 says we beheld his glory and he was full of grace and truth. So we're, we're dealing here in our lives with what are we going to do with Jesus and the fullness of both sides? I am, I'm not interested in going, you know, spending, you know, months of my life just being all law and then months of my life being all grace. I know people that do that and it's just, a not, it's, it's not a good way to live. You know, it portrays God in, you know, just always awkward, but you know, the Bible's, you know, in fact, John the Baptist, according to the book of Isaiah, I think chapter 40 says when he comes, he would, um, every mountain would be exalted. I mean, every hill made low, every valley should be exalted. So the idea is the highs and lows. He wants to smooth out Jesus Christ, grace and truth. Um, he wasn't, you know, he, he used each one just right surgically. And you know what? The best thing that we can do is to not swing wildly and say, oh no, I've been too, I've been too hard on sin. Now I'm going to become all grace and just allow anything or, or say, you know what? I've been too soft on everything. It's time to put the thumb screws on this crowd. I'm going to make my family, you know, toe the line for the next month. We're going to do it God's way. And you know what? That never works to just kind of race and rush. The Bible says, he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. Jesus Christ came and in quiet confidence and uh, in the word of God, he was full of grace. He was full of truth. He, in, in, in one case, he would build a bridge. In another case, he would uh, raise, like with the rich young ruler, he said, go sell all that thou hast and sell it, give it to the poor. And because he knew that the rich young ruler was full of pride and full of himself, and he knew how to exercise those things. And I would say this, one of the paths to peace, if you're going through trauma and the person that I was coaching today, I had to tell them, you know what? 
the best the best um, healing for you at this point is going to involve you helping other people that are struggling. And, and the best thing, the best way to do it is to, to begin to heal yourself. In fact, they're going to, they'd like to make some, I mean, I think Doug, you invited them to make podcast podcasts in the future, but the idea is be that grace, be that truth. Don't, don't say, I'm tell you what, I'm going to turn on, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk into the situation. I'm just going to turn up the heat on everybody, or I'm going to walk in and I'm just going to be nothing but love. No, walk in and say, you know what, God, this person here is going to need to see a little bit of uh, truth. This person here is going to just need some love. You know, I'm going to love on this person. I'm going to tell this person, you know, they need to, they need to see the God of truth. They need to see where their problem is, where their error is. That's all part of the equation. I'm just saying Jesus came and that's the way he was. And I want to be that way too, brother Doug. Yeah, me too, brother. And uh, that's such a good point. And I, I love the book of Romans. You know, I I always end up as I search my commentaries and stuff, and I was just sitting here thumbing through a commentary. I ended up at Romans eleven six, And if by grace, then it is no, no. And, but, I'm sorry. And if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But, if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. And so that's kind of complicated even for me to read, uh, but it's real easy to understand. It's either by grace or works. You can't mix them together. And boy, Kevin was just talking about that in his and my life. I want to be more like Christ. I want to show that grace. I can't mix them both together because God's character is grace. And if Guys like Kevin and I, who I believe both are uh, 100% being honest with you folks, we really want to be more Christ-like. And if we're going to be more Christ-like, that even means in hard times, we've got to show grace. That even means uh, uh, when we're hurt, when our life's upside down, when people have just trampled, trampled on us, lied about us, uh, you name it. But God's saying, you know, it's either of works or grace. And do you really need to defend yourself? It's about me. It's about my grace. It's about doing things, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. So you're not justified. You're not allowed to get saved. You're not in heaven. The justification is not there. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. So again, we're stuck in this position. We're betwixt between two things, a good Bible word there. And, and those two things are the law and grace. And when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're doing that by faith through grace. So we don't have to go out of our way to meet these high standards. So I'm going to tell you a little secret about myself. I was raised in religious, in a religious house. I was raised in religion that involves steps. I was raised where I had to be sprinkled baptized as a kid. I had to make a confirmation and, and so on. I First communion, those types of things. And if I got all those right and I really know what they mean, I may be saved but they were presented in such a way that it was works. And so, Kevin, we're going to try this again. I'm going to give you about 45 seconds to give us a wrap on that. 
Yeah, I was just reading Colossians 4, 6. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. So I'm chasing this thought down. How are we going to help other people? How are we going to climb out of our trauma by helping other people largely? And we help other people by, number one, saying, how can I show grace? Let your speech be always with grace. Then it says seasoned with salt. That means sprinkled with the uh, the more pungent elements of truth. And so Jesus went about doing good, healing those who oppressed the devil, but he also went preaching. So praise God, brother, if we just say, how can I show grace? How can I love on this person? God will give us opportunity in that. And because of that, to also share the truth when they're more open to it. There was a lot in that 45 seconds, but it's absolutely right. Let's show grace today. Let's go out of our way to say, God has given us grace. We break the law, we do things, but he's taken our sin as far as the east is from the west. It's out of here. So let's show grace on those around us. Let's love people. Hey, God loves you so much that he died for your sins. We can't wait to come back next week and continue looking at the life of grace, uh, the life of, life of Christ. We love you, folks. We look forward to seeing you, talking with you real soon. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.